Welcome to episode four of the Vector Path podcast. Sorry for the dramatic title this week, but it's true and you'll hear why throughout the episode. Now in this episode, I'd like to discuss comfort, not the comfort that you feel as a freelancer when you go and have that client Skype call in your underwear and a button up shirt on. Uh, We'd all love to be there and I'm sure that some of us have actually done that. It's a different type of comfort that I want to talk about and it's your comfort zone. It's the creativity killer. It's what can kill a career. It's what can take a great graphic designer from stellar work to mediocre work. My name is Mike Pickett and I'm a graphic and web designer with nearly two decades of experience. Back in 2016, I closed my design studio and moved on to a completely different trade which was woodworking. Now, after two years away from the design industry, I've realized that my passion for design never actually left me, and I'm back. Each week, I'm going to discuss my journey as I weave my way through the various questions and issues that I come upon starting over in the design world. Along the way, I'll be speaking with up-and-coming and and well-established vector artists to gain insight on what their day-to-day struggles are, as well as gain advice from those who have achieved success in the industry. So earlier today, I put out a tweet. I started the tweet with, first, an apology for my lack of content on Instagram over the past two weeks and YouTube over the past month. I've been feeling like my content in both of these platforms has been a little generic. I'm blending in, I'm stagnant, both things that I don't want to be. Next, I go on to explain a little bit about uh, exactly what I talk about here, how I left the design industry and came back. I left back in 2017 as some of these same feelings were coming up at that point. I felt like the work that I was doing wasn't great. It was the same thing over and over and over again. And that's how I feel with a lot of the content that I'm putting out on Instagram and on YouTube. It's the same rehashed content that I'm comfortable doing. I'm comfortable talking about Adobe Illustrator. I'm comfortable talking about the pen tool. I'm comfortable talking about the shape builder tool. So I'm not stepping outside of my own comfort zone and it's crippling me. It's taken me to a point where I haven't put anything out on Instagram for just over a week. I haven't put out a new video on YouTube for just over a month. It feels like everything I'm making And some of you will probably get this reference, but it's just a copy of a copy of a copy. Let's talk a little bit about what a comfort zone really is. And and I've kind of mentioned this already in this episode just a couple of sentences ago, but let's delve into it a little bit more. Why do we get into a comfort zone? So for me, my comfort zone is because I'm trying to build something. And to be completely honest, I am not 100% sure how to build it. I'm trying to build a following on Instagram, and I'm trying to build a following on YouTube, both of which I've studied. I've watched hours of YouTube video tips and read so many blog posts that they all just seem to blend together now. So what I did was fell back on what I know. I know Adobe Illustrator. I know how to use this tool. I've been using it for over 10 years now. So I understand the ins and outs of many of its uses. I can hold a conversation about it. If somebody needs help, I can help them out with it. 
I haven't taken any courses on Adobe Illustrator to learn some of the new tools. I shouldn't say that. It's not exactly true. I am taking one Skillshare class right now. And I learned how to use the curvature tool, which is pretty sweet. I'm, I'm liking it. I'm still a huge fan of the pen tool, but I'm seeing some uses for the curvature tool. But I haven't used it in any of the work that I've put out yet. I haven't created my own tutorial on the things that I found for uses on how it works. So the thing about a comfort zone, you end up getting lost, you blend in, and those are both things that no designer really ever wants to be or have happen to them. We want to stand out from the crowd. We want our work to be unique. We don't want to have a generic style, right? We want, I mean, everybody... And it's funny, here's here's one funny thing about this, is that there's a certain style out there, and, and some of my work actually hits the mark on this, which is known as Draplin style. And we all, I mean, anybody who knows Aaron Draplin and has seen his work, you can pick out his style. Now, Aaron wasn't the first, he won't be the last to come out with this style, but I don't think that he's in a comfort zone either, because I think he does push himself. He takes on projects that most of us probably wouldn't want to try and tackle. He puts his own swing on it and his own style on it, but he's got no problem going after, say, an election logo or going after, and he did a really cool hot dog logo a little while ago. So that's, that's not what this comfort zone is, though. This is about falling back and not moving forward. It's about feeling like you're really getting nowhere with your career because you're doing the same thing over and over and over again, and you're not trying to step outside of that comfort level. So myself, for example, one of the designers that I reached out to when I was having some issues with, if you remember from last episode, I discussed the problems that I was having with the promoted post, and I just felt like it wasn't going anywhere. He suggested that I look at a different style with my work. It's actually what got me thinking about this episode and the subject matter for this episode is because rather than me saying, hey, you know what, that's a great idea, I got dismissive about it because I ended up thinking, well, no, I can't do that because as soon as I try and do that, people are going to realize that I'm not very good at it and they're going to see that work and it's not going to result in anything more than people calling me out on the fact that I'm not that great of a designer. Not realizing I could take a spin on it and say, hey, just trying something new here. This is my first post. This is my first piece in this style. Leave me a comment below. Let me know what you think. So again, I've let my comfort level, my comfort zone, affect my future work. We talked about niching down a couple of episodes ago. Actually, the first episode we talked about niching down. And like I just mentioned about Aaron Draplin, Niching down doesn't mean that you're staying inside of your comfort zone because, again, you can niche down into a certain market or you can niche down into a certain industry or you can just be a logo designer. But just being a logo designer doesn't mean you have to put out the same monoline type of logo all the time. Try illustrative logos. Try something that is geometric. Try something that's hand-drawn. So there's lots of ways to express your creativity and get out of what you're comfortable doing. Even if you don't want to do it for client work, I mean, I, I don't suggest stepping out of your comfort zone and doing something new when you're working on a client project. That's where you want to show your strengths. 
But by all means, when you've got that spare time, build your portfolio out by stepping outside of your comfort zone. How can you actually or where can you find resources to step outside of this comfort zone that we're talking about? If you've heard comfort zone from me enough in this episode, just wait, because I'm only going to say it probably about another half dozen times. I'll try not to, I promise. Let's talk about a few sources now. So one thing that's been helpful for me that I'm going to start using a little bit more, I went and did some some looking through today, found a few different resources that I'm going to use to try and get out of my comfort zone, is finding a Skillshare course that has nothing to do with your niche or your style. So for example, myself, I do a lot of vector art, I do a lot of monoline vector art, So I've actually saved a few dot shading courses that I'm going to go take and learn how to actually get into the dot shading style. It's still vector because I do still want to be a vector artist. I still want to be a logo designer, but that's a style that I'm not used to. So it's something that I can actually go out and learn and then hopefully adapt and bring back into my designs, but do it my own way. Another idea would be go out and pick up a magazine from a non-related profession. So, for example, go out and get a a painting book uh, or something on needlepoint. I mean, even woodworking, you can probably find some stuff in there and and actually look through them and and try to pick up inspiration for a style that you can maybe incorporate into your work that you could be the first. You never know. Finally, another way to step outside of your comfort zone is to get out of your routine. So a lot of us go to coffee shops to work, or we'll go to the same restaurant all the time to work, or we go sit on a park bench, go for walks in the same places. Pick something new. Get out of your routine. It can open up your eyes to different opportunities, different possibilities. You just never know what you're going to come back with and create something completely fresh and new that you maybe wouldn't have thought of before had you not went to that different coffee shop. So I'm going to challenge you this week. I want you to create something that's outside of what you would normally create. And that doesn't mean that if you're a logo designer, you need to go and start creating websites. Or if you're, uh, you know, your main source of, of income is social media images, I don't expect you to go and start being a brand expert. Do a different style. So if you are a logo designer and you normally create illustrative logos, create something abstract or create something monoline this week. If you're a vector artist like myself, I do a lot of clean shadow work and a lot of clean highlight work. Go dotted. Find like a a hash shading technique that you can use and, and try it out for the first time. I want you to actually do this. So if you're a listener of this podcast, help yourself out. Take some advice from me. Get outside of your comfort zone and I want you to actually put the work out there. I don't care if you delete it after I've commented or after I've seen it, but I want you to put it out there and hashtag it with vector path comfort zone. So how exactly am I stepping outside of my comfort zone? Other than what I've already mentioned, taking some new courses, looking at getting into some new designs. One of the things I'm going to actually start doing is video recording the podcast. So I'm normally sitting here in just a t-shirt, leaning into my computer, don't really have to worry about what I look like. I can get up and do this on the fly with my hair not done. I'm going to start videoing these and hopefully trying to do it so that I don't have to do much editing on them. And I can just put them out the way they are, raw, on both YouTube and all the different podcast platforms. So that's one. Number two, 
I'm going to change the style of work that I'm putting out. I'm also adding to the work that I'm putting out. So I've got some changes coming on my YouTube channel. I've kept it pretty safe over the last couple of months. I've been doing a lot of stuff that I know exactly how to do. I know how to make a design, a vector piece look good. I know how to add the shadowing. I know how to add the highlights. I know how to sketch my design first and then pull it into Illustrator and trace over it. I've been trying to do some more logo work lately and I feel like I've kind of lost my edge on it. So it's not a comfortable space for me. So I want to start doing more of that. I've got some changes coming that are going to include my YouTube channel. They're going to include my Instagram feed. Now this all is going to start happening the week of November 4th. So you're going to see some changes in all of my social media starting that week. If you're a fan of mine because of all of the vector work, there's still going to be some of that mixed in. I'm not going to get into too many more details. I'll have an announcement coming on my YouTube channel before the 4th. I'll probably end up doing something this week and release it this weekend, talking about the changes that are coming. So look forward to that on my YouTube channel. I really hope you get outside of your comfort zone. Again, I know that I've been in mine too long. It's time for change. It's time for me to get out of it. It's time for me to really embrace some change and embrace some more learning and see what else is out there. What else do I like? And like I said, it doesn't have to be a drastic change. I'm still sticking in the vector realm. I'm adding a couple of things into it, but I'm not going to play it safe anymore. I'm going to try some things that I haven't tried before. So before I go, currently, I'm still looking for vector artists of all different skill levels who'd like to appear here on the podcast with me. This is going to start in the new year. I'm trying to get about 10 episodes done. I'm sort of building into this. So if you're interested, email me your information as well as links to your portfolio. And I don't care if you've got one vector piece or 500 vector pieces. You can email that to vectorpathpodcast at gmail.com. You can find me on all different social media, Instagram, LinkedIn, YouTube, and Twitter. Make sure you help me out if you're listening to this on Apple Podcasts and leave a rating. Thank you for listening. Support the podcast by sharing it on your social media channels. You can hashtag your posts with vectorpathpodcast so I know. I am going to stick with the same sign-off as I use on YouTube. I've kind of made that choice now since I'm going to be posting these up on the YouTube channel which is I've got to get back to work now, you guys. So get out there and create something.